That's right, everybody. It's Wario Wednesday, unless it's Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of On Air. We have Gets On joining us to talk about the PR, but before we get to that, we have to go through quite a bit of tournaments. This yeah. recap is gonna take us a while. There's just so much has happened in the past two weeks, but hey, we're gonna we're gonna try to be brief and go through this. At the very least, everybody's name who made it onto the top eights this week is gonna get the briefest spotlight. Keep it moving, people. Single file yes. across the stage. We got first and foremost Freaks Denton two weeks ago. That's Ronin in seventh, along with Wiki's Min Min. In fifth place, we had Vanguard and Pete Bro. Fourth is A Rod, the man himself, running tournaments and placing in tournaments. Third is Meg. Second is Vibe. And first is expectedly Grayson. Yeah, Grayson, you know, one of the kings of Denton, but going from Denton to Plano, Shockwave, we got seventh place, Cosma and AZ. Fifth place, Yanni and Atomic. Fourth place, Simon's Mario showing up, doing some work. Third place, Beastly. Second place, Grayson. And first place, Johnny. You know, the return. He just makes an appearance and then he shows up and he gets first place. That's just that's just what Johnny does. Kind of the Johnny like agenda. He just shows up, he gets first, shows up, he wins, and then he leaves for another few months. So, Freaks Richardson, Thursday, yeah. moving on from there. Johnny was not in attendance, so we don't have to worry about first place being stolen away this time. We got Marcy and Taylor Halo in seventh place. We got fifth place, Fox and Chef. Fourth place, we have Desley. Third place, we have Trey Five. Second, we have Donby. And first, congratulations to the Cheeks for the Cheeks sweep at Freaks. That is so hype. And, uh, you know, Cheeks also won doubles with me, just, uh... Oh, it's so wait. sick! Wait, was this... Was that three weeks ago? I think I might be... You know, I don't know, either way. It's it's cool, they congratulations. All, they, all, they all roll together. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's getting to the point. We'll, we'll be back to weekly schedules here shortly, but that's so yeah. cool. But, like, Cheeks got first, and fifth place was shared by both the Icebird and the Firebird. <laughs> oh, my God, I just realized that. Yeah, the Penguin and the Falcon. But moving Ice on... And fire. Those birds, they go on quite the Odyssey, and we're going on Odyssey 2. Back to Plano. Seventh place, we have Kyle, who returned to DFW, and Gravesard. Fifth place, Zephiel, playing PT, not Mario, and Tispi. Fourth place, Eidos. Third place, Bluke. Second oh, place, Trey 5. And first place, shout out to Vibe, who has been playing so well lately. They got second place in Denton and then takes Odyssey with the Pokemon trainer. And that's the vibe. Way to go, dude. And congratulations to Bluke for a third place finish over all those really big names underneath him. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was a Ridley weekend. We'll get into that more so when we talk about set count. Oh, the yeah. Austin Regional that uh, organized by Joe Weekly and whoever wins it qualifies for Texas Summit. But yeah, going to start off there with seventh place Renegade, one of the best snakes in Texas, and Skinny the Pooh. You know, he's a he's a great San Antonio player. Everyone talks about Giddy and Mutace, but you can't forget about Skinny the Pooh and his Mario combos. Yeah, I can't forget the name alone, frankly. Like, Skinny the Pooh is forever <laughs> etched into the wrinkles of my brainstem. That's crazy, right. bro. Congrats to him. And then fifth place, we have Z3. You know her. You love her. You hate playing her. <laughs> she, she always wins regardless. She's in fifth place with Bull Hall, the Incineroar. Yeah, the fourth place, kind of a lower-than-expected outcome for Mutace, but 
he ran into some tough competition, did not win the tournament despite being the first seed. And ahead of him was Smub, a Ridley from MDVA, <laughs> who showed up and got third place at a Texas regional. The weekend of Ridley, I'm telling you, that tournament, that mega do, or what is her name? Um, the Jaden Animations. Jaden Draw, yeah, the Jaden Animations tournament. That one was so prevalent and it made these Ridleys pop the hell off together. It powered them up, I swear. They collectively like became the Ridley hive mind. Mm hmm. But hey, the Ridley from MTMTA could not crack the top two because that was all DFW. Grayson getting second place. And Johnny, right after winning Shockwave, drives down 35 shows up in Austin and takes the entire tournament, qualifying for Texas Summit, too. Shows up, he wins, he takes your money, and we'll see him at Summit. That's crazy, Johnny. Like, no matter how little he attends the tournaments here in DFW, after making that number one PR spot, he's always going to be winning. That dude is just fresh with it for all time. So, next, yeah. we have another regional. Is this... Actually, this was a major, wasn't it? This was a major, and this is why, like, set count didn't have exactly every top Texas player, but still, you know, Johnny went through some tough competition with yeah, Mutace and Grayson and Full yeah. Hall and Z3. But yeah, a lot of people went to Let's Make Big Moves, which was a major in New York City. And for Texas, we had DJ Don, Yanni, and Army getting 129th. And then the DFW boys, Lima and Beasley, getting 97th. And following that was Atomic and Teaser getting 65th. Teaser counts. Yeah, Cosmo getting 33rd, and then the top-placing Texas talent was Shattuck, who, man, he gets better and better every single week, getting 17th place. I can think of no one hungrier than the man himself. Gotta feed that dragon belly. But that's big, big moves, and big moves were made indeed. I know they want more, but 17th at that major is more than a lot of people could ever hope for in their career. Congratulations to Shattuck. So, top eight at Let's Make Big Moves starts out with Big Boss. That's right, the... As far as the PR is concerned, the PGR, it was actually listed under Base Mage's name. So he's a Jigglypuff main now, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I love the misprint. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, literally, like, like, Base Mage's name was Big Boss on the PGR's, like, listing. It was so funny. That'd be crazy if Puff actually <laughs> did make it this far, because this major was stacked. Like, I almost wanted to put all ninth place because it was so intense, but, you know, we had a top eight cutoff, and... When Riddles gets 7th place at a tournament, you know it's sacked. Yeah, that guy's got dubs on the best players in the world and a major mm -hmm. under his belt, and he got 7th place. And you're going to find out why as soon as we talk about 5th place, which is Gluttony shared with the one and only Light. Yeah, it's... Both, both, all three of those guys have won major, so, you know, seeing them mm -hmm. in the top 8... And everybody off. in this entire list has won majors. <laughs> That's true, Speaking except of which, um, Big Boss, everyone else has. Oh, true enough. Like, everybody above Riddles has won a major, and the one who's won the most is actually in fourth place. Yeah, MK Leo. I don't know if he's been, uh, you know, messing around too much. There's, there's some rumors about him just, you know, playing to have fun, but still, fourth place, running into some tough matchups, kind of struggling maybe with his character selection. The Joker, the Aegis, the Byleth, the Marth. <laughs> he keeps pulling out that Aegis to Cheeks' to grin. We all have some feelings about that, but regardless, fourth place being the base bottom tier of your career is going to be 
the highlight of some other people's career. So that's still right. incredibly impressive. Next, we have Sonics. Sonics, the guy on Twitter.com who's saying, if you're not trying on Wi-Fi, you're throwing. And as far as we're concerned, you have to kind of take that word as gospel because he got third place at one of the most stacked majors ever. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to him for third place. Congrats indeed. And, you know, he's he's been saying for a long time, like, hey, this character is great online and offline, and he's proving it. For real, though. Like, the most, like, on and off aggro camp Sonic I've ever seen. It's interesting. Oh, interesting yeah. to see that. When he explodes with his aggression, it's actually, like, just so unexpected that his opponents are just taken aback, and, like, they'll be, like, taken right into the blast zone. No, really. Take it aback and then take it to the front, too. Why not? Put it in fifth gear and hit the gas like Spargo did and made it all the way to second. Not to mention, he also took the dubs dub with Chag, who is always going to be amazing at dubs. He plays Palutena, and he's probably the best at it. That is, like, arguably the best team in doubles. It's it's kind of like both of them can do everything. It's 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 such a good team. Like you they can just back all. air to each other over and over again. Literally, they could do it all, just like Palo Tennis neutral air. Oh, for that team, it's all about back air. Like so true. You, you get one started, and you could just back air, back air, back air, back air, finishing touch. <laughs> it's it's over. <laughs> it's literally like a tennis game, as far as they're concerned. So who, yeah, who could it be in first place? Go on, Dare. You take the you take the kick on this one. Who has the stocks on the rise more than anyone? He's back. You guys doubted him. You hated on him. You said he was washed. That he peaked in Smash Four, but no. Tweak one with Diddy Kong. No hoo ha required. First place over all these sorties. And Please man, submit your apology was, letters to looking, Tweak. <laughs> he was looking fresh. He was looking nice. He was looking clean. He is looking like a new Tweak. He's tweaking and peeking at the same time. Apology letters are to be sent to ghoulrunnings on twitter.com. <laughs> but Shout yeah, that tweet. is an entire week of Smash. And now we have to start over and do another week. So starting <laughs> off with last week, we had the in the, the we had the first Smash Championship League. You actually went, so you wanna you wanna take it away? How'd yes, that go? indeed. We don't have a top eight for that, necessarily speaking, because it was more of a crew battle night. Because we tried to have singles, but on top of the Swiss pools for uh, the barrage mode, it just was not feasible to have singles after that. Because due to the delay between trying to uh, manage both of the crew battle event and the barrage event in unison in tandem, it was just too much. Singles would have started at like nine o'clock. Dombey has his job; he has to wake up at five. J twelve was waking up at four thirty the following morning. It was the right call. I'd say. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's the first time A-Rod was running that event, and it's it's just gonna happen. Unfortunate that you don't get to have it be like it is in your head, you know? The ideal outcome did not happen, but everyone still had a great time from what I heard. You guys all looked like you're having fun. It was fantastic. Everybody there was just honestly so excited to have crew battles back because crew battles, any team-based format other than doubles is so refreshing because doubles already is so refreshing. Like it's some people's favorite game mode, but to have something that you can like work together with other people, it reminds you that Smash doesn't need to be the solitary game that people assume it is. Definitely. But yeah, for the teams, it was Team Fundies taking over Team Freaks. So they are currently in first place. Yes, but the indeed. league is long, you know, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. 
Yeah. Not to mention, in second place, having Team Freaks, that was like the most major upset that I never would have expected. Like, those guys were on a tear. Kappas didn't even get to play <laughs> until Grand Finals. That's how much they were washing everybody else up until that point. Which is crazy, because like, it was a team, they're, they're amazing players on that team, but like, they're not like PR. They're like, either pseudo PR or prior PR, like past PRs. Yeah, because, um, was Cosmo not there, or Grayson and Cosmo were both there? Or only one of them was, right? Grayson was there, but Cosmo was not, that's right. Yeah, so, you know, some of the teams had to use their subs because of the major and regional the past week, you know. That's the thing yeah. about when you have an event on a Monday, a lot of people are tired if there were um, regionals or majors going on the weekend, but still a that's great true. turnout, and looking forward to the next one. But we got to move on, going to Freak Stinton this past week. Pretty, pretty stacked Denton when you have Kappas and Jamma, two of the most well-known Dentonites, getting seventh place. Yeah, not to mention they were the ones that got second place at the uh, SEL prior the previous day. Like, how could you not get top eight the next day when you're popping off that hard on Mondays? Exactly. And then yeah. in fifth place, some of the younger players, Junior and Tahir, playing Kazi and Rob, the future of DFW, with the... Uh, <laughs> The characters that have been in our meta for a long time. Yeah, more like the present at this point. <laughs> <laughs> They're so. the future, the characters are the present. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then from there on, we got Shigeru showing back up, getting fourth place, but was ousted by Skeleton in third, Atomic in second, and then Grayson winning the Rob Ditto in first place. I, I know we all saw the, the many, many clips and the banner, don't forget that. <laughs> oh my god, the banner. I know Joey loves it when there's Rob on there. And whenever, you know, there's another Rob. Because you don't want your robot friend to be lonely. He's got to have a buddy. A buddy for Literally. your robot buddy. <laughs> you can't have a robot without a robot best bud. So, yeah, he thrives in the chaos. If you can't thrive on chaos, you can't be a T.O. It's as simple as that. So, Jockwave is next. That's the Wednesday following. We got Zillion and Cheeks in seventh place. That's the top eight. Cheeks continuing mm -hmm. to prove that he earned that PR spot. Top eight at Shockwave is no joke. It's kind of the highlight of some people's careers. Fifth place, we have Hippo and Skeleton sharing the Kazuya throne. Five out of five performance from both of them, which is why they're in fifth. We got Chef in fourth place. And not to mention Davy in third. This is the thing. Davy popped yeah. the hell off that day. No, that was this so week. And crisp. He, he was using... um. Aegis, PT mostly, so it's good that he's finally playing his best characters. Yes! Like, he had so much faith and so much execution. He was playing, like, to win, and there was no fear in his eyes and no fear in his play. Until, of course, he had to face the inevitable manifest destiny of Fox, who manifested his destiny of almost winning Shockwave. That is second yeah. place for him. That was so second insane place. the run that he went on. That's good to see that he's bringing the momentum of um, the PR into this yes. season yeah regardless of if you're 11th place or hm whatever you want to call it he mm -hmm. took all of that meat on ddd's bones and put it into motion and that momentum cannot be stopped when you are that large going that fast except of course by one big burly iron wall built by dj don himself the for his goat. first ever the goat the, the goat. legend the future <laughs> that's so uh, crazy so a new yeah. chief player that from gfw that everyone found out about the one that, like, used to wear and continues to wear really cool hats. Yeah, he blew up on Twitter, you know, hopefully, you know, people are being nice to him, but people thought that it was only Yanni and Trey Five, but no, there's CJ Don. 
For every vacuum of power left behind by Yanni and his Steve, we have it being filled immediately by DJ Flippin' Don. He's the DJ, and as far as we're concerned, he span us all like records. The unstoppable force of Fox met the immovable object of Steve's walls, and DJ Don is to blame. That was such good play and execution, but congrats and shoutouts to Fox for taking the first set in Grand Finals. You were so freaking close, man. I'm looking forward to the future. So, oh, yeah. moving on. We got Freaks Richardson on Thursday. Take it away, dare. We got Freaks or Sim, we got Mage and Wiki, Wiki. I played oh, against him in doubles. He's a, he's a great Min Min player. And yeah. uh, sharing the Min Min with Desley, getting fifth place, tying with Nutmeg. That's Meg. Nutmeg, I guess, is the vault form. She's still playing Sheik. <laughs> you know, uh, she didn't know that was a sports term, and then I told her, and, I'll, and then she's like, what? Nutmeg like, is a yeah. sports term? You don't know that either? No, I don't. I mean, I'm not really a sports guy, honestly. You can tell by the way I look. It's, so It's in soccer when you pass it between someone's legs to your teammate. Oh, ho, ho. Is this your moment of, like, clarity back when you were younger that you mentioned later on? <laughs> My God, so, well, it's, yeah. It's a hard thing to do, but yeah, not Megan Desley getting fifth place. Fourth place, we got some Fort Worth players, Vanguard, and then Essence in third showing up, camping everybody. <laughs> You know oh, what? Man. What can you do? Your villager, not to mention Vanguard, right. getting in fourth place with Ike. That's an achievement. Like I heard some salt from from people. I guess they forgot how Essence played. It's like, yeah, they they play villager. It's gonna happen. But he does what he needs to do, right? Yeah, they they definitely do. And move it on the top two. Davy continuing his week of, I guess, maybe it's just clarity because. I did not, again, see that many characters besides the Aegis and PT. A little Steve, but I think it was just he wanted to try it against Lima. But yeah, yeah I'd love to see it. The Aegis and Pokemon Trainer were, were doing work, but unfortunately could not take down the King. Lima winning Freaks Richardson. Yes, and sir. And taking the tournament. Davey, like, just like I said about Fox, like, if he was like if they if they kind of the PR all the way to this tournament like he would probably be on it <laughs> with the records he's achieved over these last two tournaments alone it's so insane mm -hmm. that he popped off so hard and he's garnered that confidence back within himself to possibly make PR again here in the next quarter uh, we'll see if he if he sticks to like you know just playing his two best characters and i feel, feel like doesn't mess around with like the random Luigi's or whatever. I'm sure His he'll make third PR. Secondary, yeah. Not of the week, please. Don't be beastly. <laughs> Only he can do it. <laughs> For real. All right. So, moving on, we can talk about Odyssey. Let's do the Odyssey. It's on a Saturday morning. Well, not really a morning. Birth the Dragon <laughs> in seventh place. Ash the Link in seventh, tied along with him. Lots of unfamiliar names coming up. We got Schrodinger's Astolfo. I think it's like, you know, he's a pretty cool cat. Whether he's in the box or not, you are the one that's dead. No possibility of you being in that in-between state. He ended your life. So, fourth place is E01, but we can't forget about Vanguard either. Sorry, forgive me. Fifth place, we have Vanguard as well, tying with Schrodinger. So that's two top eight finishes for Vanguard this week. Way to go. Mm -hmm. Was he also in the... Wait a minute, was he in Denton? I'm looking up. No, he probably wasn't at Denton. So, regardless, we got Fox in third place over EO1's Byleth in fourth place. Another unfamiliar name, but congratulations regardless. Trey5 is in second place, followed by the champion, as expected, Grayson. Yep, Grayson taking Odyssey, taking Denton, you know, two two W's in one week. And yeah, they're the weaker tournaments, but hey, you win both of them, that's, that's super impressive. 
Yeah, regardless. <laughs> That's still an achievement. He got the double, if you will. Yeah, W. And from W to V, we are moving to Heartbeat 5, Roman numeral style. And man, <laughs> this is our last tournament. And this was one of the bigger ones, a regional in Waco. So a lot of DFW players took that drive down. And, you know, there's a bunch to mention here that did not make top eight, but we're kind of running out of time. So I'm just going to jump into this top eight. Hit it. Delta Man from Houston getting seventh with Doofus, the Game & Watch. Doofus. Such a great game for a Game & Watch no, player. No, it's perfect, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Doofus, let him hear it. So then we got fifth place, Ray and his Zelda, which is an incredible achievement for any Zelda main. That's actually so impressive. And then we got Beastly Tyne along with him. Our boy, you know him, you love him. He's already up in the top five at PR, and now he's top five at Heartbeat. Yeah, and then fourth place, Z3. Losing to Renegade Snake's third place in the most dramatic fashion. Oh, man. Z3 had Renegade at like 240%. Oh my god. With 30 <laughs> seconds left. And then I would be pissed. <laughs> you know, she she plays that game where, you know, it's she doesn't want to like go in and like throw out a kill move and it works a lot of times, but with Snake it's just so hard to keep track of everything and eventually an explosion did happen and Young Link was taken and then Renegade took the set. That's so insane. We finally found out who has deeper pockets than Link. Right. Who can fit more bombs in there. That's apparently Renegade and his snake. But we can't forget about the top two. It's looking like the top two of a local here in DFW. That's Atomic in second place, who also, in fact, got the double dub with Beast Lee. That's what all Beast Lee went for, apparently. And yet here he is making moves up all the way up to fifth place. Yeah, they've become a really good doubles team. Like, I don't think they were the first seed, but they should have been. And, like... I know Cheeks is like great at doubles, but honestly, any any doubles event in DFW, this needs this team needs to be the first seat. They they are so good now. They've proven it. Like at this point, it's just empirical evidence at their side. Right. Like Beastly and Atomic, you would expect that synergy because they're both on that like I can be good at Smash. It's all about how hard I work grind set. Like the both of them are like the prodigies of DFW, the ones that are were always up and coming, and we knew they would be here eventually. Yeah, and I feel like their playstyles um, complement each other. You know, you always want at least one masher and one camper. Oh yeah, that's the summary of their entire experience in Smash Brothers. Congrats to them both. And one person that we can never really summarize the playstyle of would be Lima, who made it all the way to first, as expected. If it's a regional, if it's Texas, you already know who's taking home that crown. I would say the best player in Texas, or second best maybe, Mutace is up there. But yep, man, just the the fact that there was two regionals these past two weeks, and it was GFW Grand Finals. Yes, ma'am! I am so excited about it, and like, everybody's been working so hard for this last season, and the PR is like the most egregiously different one from all the ones prior so far. Like, it's so interesting to see such a mix-up. Mm -hmm. We're playing yeah, Yahtzee Yeah, I'm so all of a interested to talk about it, but, you know, we gotta go to break first, and when we come back, Skits will join us to break down the PR. That's right, he has to put down his controller and stop playing DK on Elite Smash for just a few minutes with us. We'll be seeing you after the break. Hey there, Crazy Bees. This is Eric Merritt, the loudest tapper in DFW, inviting you to listen to FPKQL Hive Watch, a new podcast over, over the Free Play Killer Queen League. You can catch it on Spotify. We'll have me, Eric Merritt, and also Chris Dell. What up, people? 
we are back from our commercial break. Thanks for sticking with us on one of the longest recaps we've ever done. Um, and <gasps> now that that's over, it's time to move on to the main portion of the podcast. And joining us today to break down the PR from the quarter four of last year is the Super Saiyan Skits himself. Skits, how are you doing? Oh, it's finally my turn. What's up? It's Wario Wednesday, baby. Welcome on the pod. Welcome indeed. We've wanted to have you on for a while, and you know, it's just we had we had to wait for the the right moment when you had truly ascended. True. Yeah, you're like Super Saiyan three now, and I do mean that literally. I, ooh. I like that. He's third on the PR, people. Well, some light spoilers, but I mean, we've all seen the list. But you know, the list is one thing, but breaking down the list—that's why Skits is here. And he's uh he's ready to jump into piece. it and tell us all about these eleven, I guess, members, because we're starting off with the honorable mention, Fox well, the DDD. We're starting off with number eleven as far as I'm concerned. That is the eleventh spot on the PR, and it's Fox. That's crazy. Everybody's hype, everybody's losing their minds, and we all are worried about how our region looks to other regions, but they don't know how good Fox is. Yeah, no, Fox is Fox is crazy. He had pretty good head to heads against a few players um notably uh if i look back chef which in that matchup yes. was like i thought the matchup was bad but uh you know a couple shockwaves before chef got demolished by fox and it was pretty funny to see and dude if he wasn't like on the pr before the pr dropped he would be after this last shockwave because he got another dub on chef and it was not close yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was crazy, bro. I've never seen anybody two frame a Falco <laughs> with DDD's dash attack before. <laughs> that move will kill you so early if you're not like I don't know. It's it's just it's all slow, it looks goofy, but like you'll die it's to like it and ledge set, right? and, like way earlier than yeah. you think, and then you'll just feel dumb. And then Jethammer reaches ledge two, and then like that's just a, that's just DDD in summary. He looks so slow and goofy, and then you get your sh wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Fox is really good at just you know, getting you to ledge and like killing you way earlier than you expected. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Fox Fox did pretty well against uh, the contenders, but he just had a few too many uh, unlisted losses. And so it goes. It's not like unlisted as in like uh, there's some unlisted lo losses like a uh, Johnny or Shattuck. No, uh, Fox had kind of like three tour two tour losses. And we just couldn't mm. put him on. Because, you know, it comes with the DDD territory. Yeah. He definitely plays the worst character on this PR list. And, you know, it's... By far. It's, like, easier sometimes to just get upset by a low-level or mid-level player when you're playing a low-tier. No, yeah. Exactly. Like, the, the issue with playing a low-tier like Fox plays is, like, you have to inherently play a riskier playstyle because you can't play the game to play it well. You can't just look for consistent options because the other character's inevitably going to do that better than you. Mm -hmm. So you have to go for, like, the gambles, the gambits, right. the, like, ridiculous stuff that they aren't expecting because that's the only way you're going to get one over on them, and it doesn't always work, even in situations where it's, like, a 3-2-er or 2-2-er. It's not Fox's fault, and he knows that. <laughs> when he said he was going to go back to DDD, he knew what he was in for. Yeah, definitely. But he seems like he's becoming more consistent just um, from the start of the season and the end of last season, so... You know, maybe it's so contradictory. Maybe the HM will like only stick for for one season. Maybe he'll be a numbered entry next time around. 
At the face, at the pace he's going, it's kind of like looking like an inevitability. He got second, second at Shockwave. That's so insane. To DJ Don. <laughs> to DJ flipping. He was close too. He got the first set off of DJ Don. Yeah, we all we all heard about that earlier in the recap, but no worries. So moving on from there, congratulations to Fox. You are number eleven in my heart and on the list. Literally, we will all call it number eleven, but only for you. So number ten, ten out of ten. Rate him. It's cheeks, baby. Welcome yeah. back to the PR. You've been like off the PR since Smash Four, but welcome the fuck back, dude. Okay, early in Ultimate, didn't he make it? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he might have. Actually, he's, he's he's been PR with Lucina, and he was Roy one. Right when, cause like, uh, Cheeks is telling me, he was like, this is like his fourth or fifth character to make PR with, and they're all top tiers. That's what he was joking about. Yeah. He's like, it doesn't matter, they're all broken. But he made it with, uh, Lucina, Roy, Palu, Aegis Cloud, I think? Yeah, Cloud, yeah, of course I don't even remember. Okay, so if you count the Aegis, which... He told me he doesn't, but, you know, we've, we've seen him use it. Yeah, he beat me with it. It was really good. Kind of the best I've faced, I will not lie. But lately, it's just been, like, all cloud, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, we have to get back to our roots eventually, right? Yeah. His head's in the clouds as much as he tries to deny it. But he's kind of like the foil to Fox, if you really think about it. Because Fox, like, went back to his roots and said, I need to pick the character that I want to play despite his placement on the tier list, and Sheik said, I need to play every character wherever I want them to be on the tier list. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If they're high tier and with a sword, he will play them. They all play <laughs> kind of similar, so, like, you know, Cheeks is going to have his matchups he does well in. Like, I know that he has some good wins on Danby, because Yoshi kind of struggles against Cheeks' whole character pool. Right, the swords in general, yeah. it's kind of the Yoshi Slayer. And then he had some other good victories, but he... Some of us were a little surprised that he made PR, but, you know, Skits and them were looking over the data, and Cheeks, it checked out. Um, the thing about that is, like, uh, all the PR uh, PR players have, a, like, at least a winning record on mm -hmm. each other. Before, initially, we had uh, Gabe as our 10, but we looked into the data. He didn't. He didn't have any winning records against any of the players, and we were just like, "Dang!" And then we looked at Oof. and we looked at Cheeks, and we saw two zero on Danby, one zero on me, Sag, and Sag, <laughs> and like no bad losses to. Well, he had like a few, but like if it's for the number ten spot, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Right. Like that's like the place where it's going to be a little more lenient. Yeah. Definitely, but I, I know he was surprised. He was telling me about it, but, you know, it's good to see him again, especially with a different character, and maybe this will be the last time, like, he switches characters. Until the next game, if there is a next game. <laughs> but, yeah. Another surprise is the next person on our list, mm -hmm. who, coming back fresh from fatherhood and, like, all of the inherent commitments therein, he has not been playing Smash much at all, despite him wanting to, because he is too focused on his little baby girl, Amy. AZ making another debut onto the PR despite like working so hard to get on it at all before he was even a father and then effortlessly coming back and having not rusted at all, it seems. Yeah, this time it was, you know, not as much effort put in, but a little bit of an easier season and also um, the requirements were less. Like, you didn't have to attend as many locals this past season, I believe. So yeah, I think it was because of like the band. Yeah, right? yeah. Because those didn't really count. Not necessarily. Right, we uh, 
Who go off? We took uh we took that off. Uh, AZ did attend enough. Okay, okay. Like uh he he did attend seven locals, one regional, which meets the eight tournament requirement. We were thinking of uh changing <laughs> Scrape the by. because of the sh the shockwave mm -hmm. ban, but like we just decided against it. No, oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, thanks, thanks for Skips being here for correcting my false information. Because for some reason, I thought it was six this past season. Yeah, we were going to change it to six, but like we were changing rules mid season. That's not it. Yeah. So. Yeah, not to mention like we had done so much other experimentation too this season. Yeah. Can't be changing everything. That's true. But AZ making it seven and one. You know that reaches the requirement, and when he did show up, he was he was doing pretty well. Yeah, for real. Eat cheeks so. has a one zero record on Lima. So that that and Lima really? Oh yeah, he mm -hmm. beat Lima that one time. That was crazy. Yeah, that was a great set. Yeah, that day I was like, bro, this is it. And then he didn't even do as well as he wanted to that day. But I'm like, why would you even be upset? Like beating Lima, I don't even care what I place after that. I did it. <laughs> crazy stuff. It's been like nothing but surprises so far on the tier list. As far as the PR is concerned, because Fox, oh my god, DDD, and then Sheiks, he's back, and then AZ, oh my god, he's a father, and then number eight, Donby? Yeah. Down at number eight? This uh, is kind of a surprise, too. Employment. It's employment. <laughs> Empl oh, he got employed. Yeah. That's right, he's waking up at five in the morning now for every workday. He's nerfed, because, you know, he's just he's sleep-deprived all the time. <laughs> Massively. Dude, yeah, when we were at um the Monday Night Tournament, uh, SCL... He was like, oh my god, we're just starting singles and it's like almost 9 o'clock. We decided against singles that night, but he had to wake up at 5 in the morning and he was ready to tank it. That dude is absolutely on the grind set. <laughs> so, like, not as high as, he's been as high as number 2 for DFW, but, you know, still making it when you undergo a major life change is something to, like, you know, be proud of extremely yeah like making pr at all in dfw is an achievement uh -huh. i just know that don b knows that it's not because of his like ability it's because of circumstances but number eight regardless that's the spot that everybody's vying for in dfw but moving on from there now we can look at the rest of these surprises because now that don B's down at number eight you have to wonder who like the top two are because like he was kind of a foregoing conclusion for most of the seasons like right behind lima right. every season yeah but now who will it be? We'll find out shortly. But next is Chef, number seven. He's kind of, like, always been floating around this area, yeah? He's, like, gone from, like, number five to, like, number eight around. Yeah, he, he, he's sort of a staple in the PR at this point. Yes, sir. Keeping that paper looking crisp and organized. Yeah, I feel like ever since um we came back from quarantine, Chef's just, his name's been there on every PR, like, four or number seven or anywhere around those, like, mid-numbers. Yeah, and like mid on the PR is not mid at all. <laughs> if I remember correctly. No, sorry, Bob. Like, uh, Chef peaked at three, three, like, and I think he's reached oh, yeah. twice. Oh. Dude, the Firebird, the Rise of the Phoenix. Maybe we'll see that again after his next rebirth. Yeah, PK number three in DFW is hard because I'm pretty much the past like couple years it's like been hard to break into the lima grayson danby trifecta or at least it's felt it's like, like that insert that's mount olympus as far as dfw is concerned yeah like it was it was lima grayson austin forever and then austin retired and danby just showed up and took his place as like the literally the local legend <laughs> that like 
just has all the XP and just, you know, the, the Smash game sense. Oh my god, yeah. And the same, like, they have, like, the same attitude, too, which is the best part. Like, Dombey and Austin are, like, the two most amicable, conversational individuals of, this, of the entire community. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, I also kick your ass on a weekly basis. <laughs> really chill, but they play way differently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andy will camp no you on a platform. Whatsoever. Uh, do what you gotta do, bro. You know what? <laughs> at least your personality makes up for it. But, moving on from there, speaking of personality, we got a big one coming in at number six. You know him, you love him. It's Yanni. Now retired, but not before getting number six on the final PR that he will be involved in. Yep. Yeah. Six on the PR, number 69 on Orion ranking. That is wrong. That's right. He's number 60 fucking nine. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So I think his last nice. tournament was um, let's make big moves. Yes. And he said after that, he wants to move into content creation full time. So we'll see. You know, maybe he'll show up to a local here and there, but he seems like he's kind of burnt out on competing and just wants to have, you know, a fun time messing around and getting clips for his stream. Yeah, being a Steve main isn't easy. Like, it's easy in the competitive sense, but not easy to learn, and it's not easy to deal with the backlash you get for doing it, right? Yeah. It's difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, despite the obvious skill that Yanni displays and, like, being the most technical Steve of all time, like... He's kind of the pioneer for a lot of Steve's most competitive aspects. He kind of like showed everybody how it's done, and then everybody kind of just rode on the coattails all the way up to Mount Olympus for beyond DFW. And then now he's like, you know what? I think his heart was always in content creation to begin with, but he wanted to like prove that he could do it for to himself and to everybody else. And he's always kind of been like in the same vein as 24K, like that crazy good Jigglypuff content creator. And they're like friends and they like borrow each other's transitions and like gas each other up on tweets. Like they're always doing that thing underneath like the popular tweets where they do like the fusion thing with like <laughs> Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> I love when they do that. It's so unmatched. <laughs> like if you get that done under your post, you have to delete your Twitter. <laughs> There's no coming back. They, they did that to Bert. Uh, oh, they I did. Wanted, oh, no. After an Odyssey, and I'm like, dude. Yeah, that was a little mm -hmm. bit of abuse of power. That was power. an abuse of power, but yeah. <laughs> Not to they, they like turned back around. They're like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, Yanni definitely their, has the, the, the minds for the content creation. And I don't want to say he doesn't have the mind for competitive Smash because, you know, he's been on this PR. He's been on Texas PR. He's been on the PGR. He like... Yeah, he's got What was his highest placing at a major? Was it ninth or um, seventh? I think it was ninth. Um, you know, do we count port priority as a major? Hmm. I mean, if it's not a major, it's like pretty close to one. If it's pretty close to well, one, either way, he... we'll we'll say seventh for his sake, right? Uh, <laughs> He's retired now. Port priority, he got fifth. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. Oh damn! I think at like a really big major is ninth, and then port priority he got fifth. Yeah. Well, that evens out to seventh in my book. <laughs> but yeah, we're looking at the median of these two. We'll see what the future statistics. holds for Yanni and. What the future is going to hold for our number five, Atomic. Because this oh. guy is young and he is getting better and better by the day. Started off as an HM and now he's at number five on this PR. It's so hype, bro. The story of Atomic, the narrative of the guy who's on the grind every fucking day of his life. It's so hype to see that the work pays off because that's so inspiring, right? Mm -hmm. uh, um, Atomic. Like if you put in the work, you can do it. Atomic. Where do you think it's 
he he motivates me to keep playing, dude. I I love his uh his drive to compete. Yeah, honestly, um, like if anybody was like gonna retire and they see how hard Atomic is trying, like you're like, wait, this actually could mean something. How <laughs> do you say that? Somebody cares that much. Hippo was on the podcast and said the same thing. Just how Atomic motivates him to like keep on the grind yeah. and keep getting better. Dang, I guess I guess competitors think alike. Whoa, must be crazy. <laughs> but no, yeah, like he'll be the first one to like be like, hey, dude, I've been singing the Ryuga chord a lot lately. That's super sick. <laughs> and you're like, thanks, Atomic. Oh, man. man. It's so cool to see him climbing more and more. Like every PR, he's either been like HM, and then the next one, he was like on the low PR, and now he's on the mid PR. It's an inevitability that he's just going to keep going up because, the, the like, if you had a, like a bar graph or like a, a pie chart or a correlation, like, you would see it. Like, mm -hmm. it's nothing but up. Yeah. Ooh, do you know where uh, Atomic's going to be on Texas PR? No, he's going to be on Texas PR? He's going to be sure. on Texas PR. Holy hoppin' halibuts, our boy is going to be PR'd for the state. I'm so excited for him. That's awesome. It's, it's, yeah. After his regional results and then, you know, hopping off at the major down San Antonio. He's yeah. Bruh. Dude, yeah, like him and Beastly, like they were just at a regional doing doubles together, right? Yeah, they won. They were at Heartbeat, they won, yes! They fought. Dude, yes. That's so well earned. Like, are we, is this the Texas PR or New Mexico PR? Because he's an atomic bomb and it's being tested and he's testing everybody else too. And they're failing. <laughs> Good to him, dude. I'm so proud of Atomic. That's super fucking sick. All right, so we can move on though. <laughs> we don't want to gas him so much that we like just completely disregard the rest of the PR. So next we have the other boy wonder who's like probably the tallest motherfucker in the room. If you really think about it, that's a beastly. And he has always been putting in the work at the same level that Atomic has. He's just like less like anime protagonist about it. He's more anti-hero, I'd say. <laughs> Atomic's the protagonist and Beastly's the anti-hero. <laughs> yeah, he's like the rival character. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like Atomic Sasuke or something. <laughs> like he pu pushes up his glasses and like, I have a new secondary in the works today. Oh my <laughs> god, guys literally every other week. <laughs> Beast Mode Tarun will look forever live in infamy. It's like his shadow now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beast Mode Tarun would be him. number one on this PR, but Beastly's number four, which is still really impressive. He, he can't rely on, like, the beast within, you know? He has to, like, he has to get the full mile himself. Yeah. On the low, we, we knew it would piss people off if we put Beast Mode Tarun as HM, because realistically, Beast Mode Tarun would have been HM. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Acts like they're two different people. I would have fucking done it anyway. <laughs> I'd be like, we don't know what happened to him. He he played, you know, like crazy for two weeks, then just disappeared. No one's he heard came, of him. He came. He conquered. He vanished. Be Grayson, Gabe, Atomic, Lima, AZ, everyone. Like, come on. He rolled them. He almost like won a whole tournament over Lima that one time. That was absolutely bonkers. Yeah, that was one of the like the legend most legendary runs in like all of Texas Smash history, to be honest. Dude, no no one commits to like every move like Beastly. Like Beastly's just like the guy who like will hit the button and he knows full well how it could go well or not well, but he's hitting it immediately anyway. <laughs> and like Beast Mode Tarun, even if he didn't make HM, I'd say he made like HM two. Like he's like the honorable honorable mention. He's the honorable mention for our hearts. 
Yes. We'll say that Fox is number 11 and Beast Mojeroon is the HM. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that's where he stands. And he stands proud and tall, as always. He's like six feet, whatever. Anyway, so now we can get to the premiere, the rollout. Drum roll, please. Who could it be? But Super Saiyan 3, that's right. It's Skits, baby. He's been powering up for the whole season. <laughs> Wario Wednesday, everybody. Woo! Every week he's won, but at what cost? It's the cost of your money. That's right. He's taking it. Yeah, I lost to Cheeks, Chef, Dabby, and Lima, and that's it. That's it? Damn. Yeah, I beat him. That's else. it for the whole season? Um, Dang. Oh, I was even with Gabe and Skelly, but of course. I, I beat nah, everyone. Yeah, I'm like losing. Beyond ass, I beat Grayson ass. Beastly ass. Yo. Oh my god, you're serving it with garlic. Yeah, you had that shockwave run that um happened when we were not doing the podcast. So now you're here, you can tell us about those wins, that run, this Please. PR ranking, all, all of the skits, all of the skits talk. Yeah, like number one and two, whatever. We can talk about more Whoa. about skits because he's the guest today. Like we can we can take a little time to talk about your your exploits. That, that shockwave run, I ran into Trey and I was thinking I was getting ninth. And I was like, okay, I'm fine with ninth at a shockwave, whatever. And then right. I beat Trey and I'm like, okay, I'm going to win the tournament. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Jesus. ran into Beastly and Atomic, and I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm okay with fifth. Okay, I'm okay with fourth. Okay, I'm okay with third. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it was your first Shockwave win, to my surprise. For some reason, I thought you won the Shockwave that you went Super Saiyan at, but then I, like, looked to the VODs, and I'm like, oh, I got second. All, all seconds. Was so close. Seconds to, like, Johnny, Grayson, Mudeace. It was It was sad. Dude, yeah, it was, like, it was you had to go Super Saiyan too. Yeah, so how, it was a start. How's it feel to like break through, like win a shockwave, get like even higher on the PR? You know. Um, now that I've peaked at top three in Dallas PR, I don't really care too much about it because now I'm not on Texas PR and I'm kind of bummed because I did pretty bad this season. So uh -huh. yeah, so I'll focus more on that. All right, so there's like still like a direction you're looking towards because like Atomic got fifth, but he got sixth on the Texas PR. So you're like, I want that. I want that for me. Of course, I'm not gonna leave it for Atomic. Yes. <laughs> you're like, listen, buddy, I beat you on our local PR, so it's only an inevitability that I will eventually be on Texas PR as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're making that money. Warrior has to buy a planet someday. It's in the lore. That is. true. Buying it with Smash he Money seems planet? like a What game was that? <laughs> Dude, yeah, he literally bought a planet. Like, he owns a planet. It's oh, insane. Man. Wario, the richest man in Mario. Well, Skids has to own Texas before he can own a planet. True. It's a big state to own. Big goals ahead. I'm excited to see it. Dude, congratulations. That's Congrats, so cool. Kids. Like, after all those, like, heartbreaking second places, I know it feels like it's, like, a curse, an inevitability. Like, something... It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. But when you busted past two... And got number one, you got number three. Imagine that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's so f***ing cool. And I'm so glad you could make it today. He was supposed to go, like, bowling today or something. It fell through. <laughs> it was so sad. It's fine. We'll go bowling together, and you can kick our ass and feel better about it. Yay! Woohoo! Wario, 
he got the booty and he's kicking booty serving it just as hot and with garlic to boot so we can talk about number one and two number one you already know so let's start with number two it's grayson baby that's right the inevitable return of the king of dfw he was number one on several prs in the past but then Lima showed up, and that matchup is unwinnable. So, <laughs> before though, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Wait a minute, it's crazy. This season though, Grayson, although they had, they'd only played like twice, but the set count between Grayson and Lima is two one in Grayson's. Oh, what? Yeah. I would have been shocked to hear even, but two one. Hey yo, um, yeah, no the. The spot for number one was very, like, it, it was a lot closer this time around. TPH, mm-hmm. but... So, what are we talking? Like, how close? Um, okay, I don't want I don't want to out Gabe here, but Gabe really wanted Grayson to lose. <laughs> Damn! So the PR, making the PR would have been a little easier at that point, but then, you know, Grayson, Grayson beasted out on Lima. That one freaks Richardson. And then that was that, dude. This is like this story of Austin all over again, right? Because Austin playing Ness versus Lima is like Bayonetta, Smash Four Bayonetta, and he still managed to like eventually kind of become an even and well up to do opponent against Lima, the peak of Lima with Ness. And now Grayson's doing the same thing. He's like, it doesn't matter what the matchup is like, as long as you play it enough, it becomes like your best matchup. Yeah personally regardless of how your character feels it's the one he's so, played the most probably more than likely every single time yeah and like grayson's never gonna like leave a set and not learn anything that's the crazy thing that's how you make number two on pr two one on lima so lima made number one because he's just mr consistency right like he got first at almost every tournament he played this season as always um yeah he had he had some like a uh one-offs like az chef like uh, I mentioned before, but yeah, some upsets from the from the people that he beat. He just beat Yanni four zero, Gabe five zero, seven one. Like it, yeah, that was basically won was... the like Diddy Kong, and then he lost in Grands, right? Yeah, he, he like almost. Won. I remember he was really upset after that tournament. Like, took a set off Lima and then lost like in Grands in dramatic fashion. Yeah, Grayson had more close-ish records. Had an had a O2 record against me. Um, had some unlisted losses like Aikido, but Aikido's not really unlisted. Edwin, not you, really, no. he's not really unlisted, but like Lima is a lot more consistent than Grayson. IMO, the panel yeah. IMO. Yeah, he's more consistent than most people in Texas. Oh, Lima's losses are like only to PR, right? Yeah. Yeah. And even then, like, he usually runs him back at, like, later in the tournament anyway. Lima's, Lima's out of city was also insane. Um, yeah. Like, whew. there was, uh, there was Meister, Chunky Kong, uh, Kep, Shattuck, Ouch. Well, Ouch is good. Jackal. Wow. Back to back. Yeah. I forgot when he beat Jackal. That was such a good set. He has, he has a long list of out of city wins and, but yeah his exploits are you know stuff of legends handed down in song and otherwise yeah at this point it's you know it just seems like he's always coming on top but it's 
you know, it's very intriguing to know that it was so close. Uh, Al Gore, George Bush situation. No, for real. It's so cool. Like, I'm happy to see that they're like true and blue rivals because Lima's, I'm sure, would have gotten bored if he was without one for too long. Congratulations to Grayson and congratulations, as always, to the king of DFW, Lima Beans himself. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be it for the PR for quarter four of 2022. But, you know, we've already started the next season and I'm interested to hear what you guys think is going to happen. Any of these members going to rise up or are we going to see some new faces? Will Lima so finally be dethroned? DJ Don. DJ Don. DJ Don, baby. We're going to be seeing DJ Don in this venue, I swear to God. HM DJ Don, number nine DJ Don, number five DJ Don. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Number nine Fox. Yeah, <laughs> number Fox, 10 Fox. Um, Fox is going to make it. I'm calling it. I, I I just feel it that, you know, he's he's got the momentum. He's getting more and more consistent with a pretty inconsistent character. It's, it's going to happen. I'm so excited for that. Fox is on the hunt as opposed to being fox hunted. So we'll be seeing you after the next little break. And that'll be just a minute or two, if not less. See you then. Hi, I'm Panda Naomi. And I'm Panda Jess. Have you ever wondered who sat across from you while playing Tuesday Night Fights? Or pondered what the pinball player across from you did outside of the arcade? Well, we at the Panda Embarrassment have questions for you. Check us out on the Free Play Podcast Network on wherever you consume your podcasts to learn more about the amazing Free Play community. In the break, gonna jump right into these rapid-fire questions. Skits, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Start us off, Big Pink. No holds barred. Number one, what is the best item in Burger King? The Bacon King IMO. Dang. It does have king in the name, doesn't it? Yeah, but they forgot the cheese in the last two times. I hate <gasps> burger. No, oh you can't forget God. the cheese. Who wants to eat a regular hamburger? No, for real. Like, it reminds me of the opening to SpongeBob the movie, like the first one, right? Where he's like, oh my God, they... They, they served him up a Krabby Patty with cheese, but when he got his order, no cheese! And he walks in and he's like, all right, Phil, let's hear about that family. And he like kicks open the door and he has his burger with its cheese on it and he's like, order up. And then he wakes up. You got a family, yeah. Phil? You got a family, Phil? <laughs> a wife and, and two beautiful children? And am I going to be okay? Stay with me, Phil. Let's hear about that family. <laughs> it's literally the case. Like, Skits is going through it right now. It's his character arc. Moving on. Number two. All right, Skits, so we know we saw the Super Sand Skits back at Shockwave. Have we seen the Super Sand 2 Skits, or is that still in the works? I, I think I'm ready to get to Super Saiyan 3 at some point. Oh, he's already at 2, he says. I'd say he's already made it, frankly. We're looking at Super Saiyan, like, 4, if you're talking GT, or Godhood at this point. Oh, that that's 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 later down the line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so 2 right now, 3, three's in the process. <laughs> Yeah, all right, yeah. Alrighty, so moving on to number three. My God, do you have to scratch your cone right there? <laughs> okay, moving on. Number three, will we ever see pink or blue hair skits? Um, I talked to my mom about it and she said she'll think about it. I I think pink. I, yeah. I would say pink. Oh, I got bad you, news you skits. I got bad news. I dyed my hair yesterday and guess what color it is? Oh, pink. Mm -hmm. Did it not come out pink? No, it came out pink this time. I'm pink in the head. We are big pink now today, boys. We are Super Saiyan God Rose. Yeah. Yes, sir. 
We can match. I don't mind matching. <laughs> You're a Jigglypuff X main. You can have the honor. Yay! Woo! You just gotta do it. Like next time you win a big tournament, just show up afterwards with like rose or blue hair and be like, "Yeah, I just went up another level," you know? Yeah. Uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> okay. Next question. All right. All right. So we know about the Gerg gang. If all of you guys were in a band, who would play what? Good question. Um, Chef plays. Oh my God! What is he? I feel like he's a. He played the keyboard. With that mustache, play... yeah. No, yeah. my God, he would play the keytar. Like he would have like the actual like retro ass keytar. I think. Yeah, Marcel sings. Uh, Gerg. Gerg would uh Gerg would drum and I would I would play the guitar. Wait, 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 wait. Gerg's a guy? <laughs> yeah. Back up. Hold on. I thought Gerg was just like a weird name you guys came up with. <laughs> no. The Gerg gang Gerg. is based on a dude? He plays Pac-Man. Oh my god, Gerg the Pac-Man main. I never knew. Yeah, Gerg 7. The right secret lore. But not so secret oh, to man. people that know. <laughs> we we so gotta funny. get him on the podcast now so you can meet him. He's, he's yep. a pretty cool dude. Gergcast when somebody write down the date. That's so funny. Okay, so Marcel would sing. We would have uh, our boy Chef on the keyboard slash guitar. What were you doing, Skits? Uh, I'm gonna play the guitar. Yes, sir. All right, sick. <laughs> All right, moving on from Gerg. Uh, we're on number the rock, five. Dude. We got what account on Twitter is the real Skits? Dude. I, I want my old app back. Yeah, no, I you follow like it. four skits. I'm like, which one is which? Skits wah, skits wah with extra H's. <laughs> it's so, it's so ghetto. <laughs> but you know, we do need to let the people know, right? If they want to follow you on Twitter, where can they actually do it? Uh, on Twitter, it's at skits wah, three H's. Oh my God. So it's like wah with three H's. Skits wah. wah. That's so wow. funny. Scuffed as hell. <laughs> Say, wait, you're gonna add an extra H for every, like, Super Saiyan level you ascend, right? That or if I get suspended. There you go. No, <laughs> if you get, get suspended, suspended, you already went up a power level, I think. My goodness. Oh my god. Alright, All right. so. Moving on to the Smash-related questions. Speaking of power levels. Skits. As yeah. someone who has also suffered from the nerf hammer, do you think Wario was nerfed too much? No. Not at all. I, He's okay I think it. I think the nerf, the up tilt nerf, was needed. Yeah, that was ridiculous. It made like every other waft setup kind of like why would you use it in this sort of situation, right? It would it would catch spot dodge. Bruh, that thing was crazy. Like, it was just OP. And well the waft nerfs, like it it just made waft confirms harder, but that just made like the good Wario players like work harder for Because the good things about Wario isn't just like up tilt and waft. Like, it, it, it's like drift and the movement mm -hmm. and like his other moves. Anything that makes the character use more of their kit more consistently is healthy for the game. Like, remember Ike's nerfs? Yeah. Yeah, that dude was nair the character, nair up air the character until they made those nerfs and then he became so much more in depth. He's a more unfortunate oh. case, of course, because, you know, yeah, he that, can't do anything true. anymore. Pokemon Trainer also, like, 
it used to just be mostly just Ivysaur and yes. you know up air and down air and now it's like use all of them literally like any any nerf that like makes the person expand their brain to everything their character can do that's the best thing like you want to see a lot of variety in a character because otherwise you're going to wind up seeing cases like luigi right we're like you're not really watching yeah. luigi you're watching for luigi's plunger and then the stock is gone <laughs> grab, grab fair that's fair sufficient answers kids you know i'm, I'm glad agree, that you're okay with your nerf character agreed Unlike Dare, and all of three of her Nerf characters. <laughs> that's is fine. I said earlier, that's is fine. He's fine. <laughs> all right, all right. So, number seven. Who is the secret skits pocket the public doesn't know about? I actually think we had a bit of a preview to this, because you were playing it before the set, before like we started the pod today, right? Yes. Um, of course, my, my Steve Causey is like, it's going to be GOAT. It's going to be the next on the PR, but... The skits DK? Jordan was on to something. Yes, sir. The DK. Everyone is going to have one someday. We got to return to Monkey. He's so fun, but not good at all. He's so bad. No, no. The bear is really good. Bear is good. DK is bad. (laughs) No. You can put a good tool on a bad character, right? Think about DDD. You know who else has a good back air? Ganon. And he's terrible. True. It's not DK Bear, though. Think about that. Like That's like three dares on the way down. No, I'm just saying that to troll Thrillho, because I always so like, funny. yeah, DK Ganon, worst two characters in the game, and he'll <laughs> get really upset. Oh, my God. Jesus really? Christ. DK's one of the worst? No, no, no. She's just trolling. <laughs> I don't think it's good. But, you know, I, after seeing your DK, maybe I'll change my mind. It'll, we did it'll see you beat those Kazuyas on Quick Play today. <laughs> it'll solo Johnny, don't worry. Oh, my oh. God. DK, the Swordy Slayer. Oh, Johnny boy, the pipes. The DK, like, beat is calling, actually. <laughs> the DK rap. Anyway, moving on, number eight. Please take us away. All right, Skits. What is the most skit setup? I was going to say Wario, but with any character. Like, you know, the one setup that you do that's like, okay, that was the Skits. What's the oh, Skits? It, it's with Wario. It's the, it's the two hits of bike riding on the stage, and then I fairlock them into Waft. Oh my god, that's actually so savage. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you hit me with that. It, it's so dumb. Like you need to, you need to have the presence of mind to tech, but then I'll just ru- like follow it up with like an up tilt, and then get even more damage. That is bonkers, actually. That's the skits, baby. It's cheap. It's the skits. Whatever. Compared to other warriors, other waft setups, I'd say that one's well earned. <laughs> the double. We love to see the double. So. Now we can talk about something a little more personal. We already talked about what is the skits, but now we need to know about skits, the tag. What's the lore? Um, you know, you know, uh, Balance Graffetti. He actually yeah. asked. He actually asked me this uh, at a at a party uh, earlier last week, and he thought the tag originated from schizophrenia. Oh, you know, it's not like way off the cuff. I would have probably thought the same thing if I put any thought into it. Yeah, no, I just used to make skits as a kid. Like skit, like YouTube. comedy skits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. You need to join up with uh, Yanni and his content creation then. Flex those muscles. One day, one day. One of these days. Smash skits, they get they do well on Twitter. I'll say that. That is true. That's so sick. It's just skits. He said, watch yeah. this. Like, watching Wario is like a comedy skit. Watch this funny setup. Watch the skits. 
<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. And finally, we have our number 10. Please feel free. All right. Last question. Tell us about Peepo. Just, you, you had the floor. You really you, you went into this. Okay. All right, Peepo. It's it's just Peepo. It's just it's just something to say. It's like I I don't know. It's just something that I heard uh, a Twitch streamer say, like Mizkiff, and I'm like, that's so stupid. Wow. And then you wind what? up saying it. It's like me with like Ao. Like I I started doing it and I can't stop. <laughs> Yeah, no, there was a good four months where Peepo was in my regular vocabulary, and I just couldn't stop. And, you know, it's, it is it's it is what it is. Well, it's a Peepo. <laughs> yeah, so at this point, you've been doing it so long, you just gotta double down, keep doing it, make it yeah. part of you. Yeah, we all have, like, those words that are, like, tapped into our, like, primal monkey part of our brain, where it just kind of comes out, just to come out, not for any other reason. <laughs> Peepo, to me, doesn't really mean anything. It can mean a lot of things. It can convey happiness or sadness. It, it's just like, it could be a good thing. It could be a sad thing, a bad thing. I don't know. That is a Shakespearean word then. It's got like, right. that's a jackknife of language. That's crazy. <laughs> We're making this yeah. seem so much deeper than it is. It's the word people, folks. <laughs> it is deep for any moment. You could use it, you know? It's oh my god. Truly oh, an artist. That's right, people. A Even poet. you can use people today. It's uh, the people for the people, if you will. <laughs> my god but with all that said and done 10 out of 10 for the 10 out of 10 rapid fire questions i'd say we can call that a wrap yep call that an episode too thank you so much for coming on skits and helping us break down pr and telling us more about you it's great to have you and thanks for being so goddamn talented <laughs> you're like on the pr panel and looking over all this data and numbers you're hitting with wario you're getting third on the pr that's crazy and i can't wait to see you on the texas pr as well because i for one believe in the dream you're gonna hit that super saiyan godhood here shortly yeah thank you guys um being also being a panelist and being on the pr like being on the pr is like it's scary because i don't want people to think we're rigging it Oh, dude, no mm -hmm. way. Like, we already know who else is on the PR panel, and none of them would let you get away with that. <laughs> uh, me and, like, Gabe just actively doesn't want to be on it sometimes, and I'm like, dude, Bruh. you're too good. No. It's so funny. <laughs> right? Don't, you don't have to downplay yourself. We we know people in DFW, like, are honorable people. No one would, like, inflate their PR, like, score for... It's not our fault that even the people that are on the panel in DFW continue to get DFWs. It's just yeah, inherent. Exactly. I really appreciate the fact that, like, you can have it all. And then you're really... You have a whole Discord dedicated to having transparency with the data, so it's not like we can, like, mathematically disprove you either. Yeah. That, yeah, that's true. It's all on the table. And the table did not lie to us. You're number three, baby. I'd say Super Saiyan 3 is a foregone conclusion. <laughs> With all that said, we'll be seeing you all next week. But for now, thanks for coming out to Wario Wednesday. And congratulations once again to Skits, the man, the myth, the Wario. Yay! Woo-wah!